Hello, hello. I'm your host, Original Black Girl, and you're listening to 10 Minute Topics, where I spend 10 minutes talking about the hurdles of life, things I struggle with, and how I get through them every day. Today's topic is anxiety. So let me be very clear that I am not a medical professional in any way, shape, or form. I'm only speaking from my experience and my perspective. So when it comes to anxiety, I've learned to categorize it into two types for me. One is trauma-based and the other is like the distant relative that I didn't actually know was in the family. You know that relative that's always at every family event or occasion, but they're in the background and quiet? So that's the type of anxiety I'm going to talk about today. I didn't know what anxiety actually was until maybe the last, I don't know, five years. Uh, When I was a kid, I didn't know what the signs were. I thought it was just like a medical condition, like diabetes or something. I thought it was something that, you know, you can get diagnosed with and it was obvious to be seen. So whenever I would have like random breathing problems as a kid or stomach aches when I was really nervous, I didn't know that I was actually feeling anxious. Now, there's a difference between moments of feeling anxious and struggling with anxiety. I think it's important to note that feeling anxious is a normal emotion and it can be beneficial. It's a moment of heightened senses when your body thinks it's in danger. It's like the fear, um, but in momentary spurts, it can be the pump of adrenaline that you actually need to get through things. So as a kid, I think I did my best to handle those kind of feelings with like music, false sense of motivation, you know, just normal kid things. Um, but it only worked so much. There were definitely moments where I felt like I was nothing. I was just crushed by social situations. And that definitely turned into a different type of anxiety, more like a social anxiety. I was really shy and I was too shy to even embrace who I was or who I wanted to be. I started wondering if other people could see those insecurities and then if they can see those panic moments. It was just really overwhelming. Um, so whenever I joined the military and kind of, you know, progressed through life, I remember going to a soldier of the month board my first year in the army and I was so nervous. I was 19 and PFC Solomon saw herself as this small little thing compared to these first sergeants and commanders that I had to, you know, sit and present myself in front of and answer all these questions. I had this NCO that was amazing. She was my first NCO. And she told me, she's like, you're going to do great. And I know you're going to do great because you're great under high pressure situations. And I was like, huh? High pressure situations? Have I been in high pressure situations? Oh my God. Why am I not panicking? Should I be panicking? And I started panicking about not panicking. And that was the first domino that set off my awareness of anxiety and pressure. Like that was the moment that... I was aware of how much anxiety was around me and I just had learned to cope with it. And now I was freaking out because I was I had learned how to cope with it. It was a weird dynamic going on. Anyway, so I killed it at the board, but I remember feeling like a crack that happened in how I perceived myself. I started questioning myself and I started wondering if other people could see me questioning myself. And granted, anxiety didn't just pop up that day. It was there. 
I was just now aware of his presence, you know? So let's go ahead and move forward to how we, how I deal with it anyway. Um, what I've learned is that when anxiety is not addressed, it piles up like Jenga blocks when you're on the last couple of rounds and it's just sitting on that one block at the bottom and any wrong move can kind of knock it over. And for me, I found that stress tends to trigger my anxiety. Um, I can say the last time I had a really bad anxiety attack was actually last night. Um, I mean, it was for different reasons and whatnot, but what it felt like was that even if I wanted to calm down, I couldn't. And this is where I had to take steps where I was like, okay, I need to use the medicine that I was given in case these panic attacks happen and they get to a point where I can't control it. So that's one of the ways that I address it. Um, however, I know that my levels are on the more extreme side. <laughs> um, but when it comes to normal levels of anxiety, what I've learned to do is to sit there and pause for a second and say, okay, what are we anxious about? Are we thinking about the worst case scenario? Okay, if it's the worst case scenario, let's play these situations out. Because sometimes the anxiety comes from a fear of the unknown. And the thing is, that can actually be a good thing. Sometimes we can mix up anxiety for excitement, you know? So uh, what I've learned to do is kind of pull the thread of the unknown and Surprisingly enough, whenever I got to the end of it, I realized I was like, oh, okay, well, worst case scenario, if that was to happen, I would actually be okay. I'm, I'm not going to die. I'm not going to get hurt. It might be nerve wracking, but I, the only thing I can do is prep myself as much as possible. Another thing I've had to do is um, be aware and be mindful of those anxious moments. So in those moments, it's okay to respect the feeling of needing to step away, needing to breathe, needing that alone time to just settle down because it's very much a physical reaction to an internal struggle. So I know I get sensitive to loud noises. I just get irritable. It gets hard to breathe. I mean, I can start sweating. It's just, it can be easy to hide at times, but it can also be terrifying because you're so aware of it. Uh, for me, when I was struggling and I didn't really have it under control, it was like a constant loud noisemaker in my head all the time. And it was just no peace. I couldn't get my head to be quiet so I can just think through these thoughts. And it was just like a thousand thoughts happening at the same time. It was just so overwhelming. So the problem was that these thoughts were connected to feelings that I couldn't process and because I couldn't process it it was stressing me out and because it was stressing me out it was causing more anxiety it was just a cycle that I couldn't break um and to be honest a significant point in me dealing with anxiety was having to ask for help because I knew I had gotten to a point where I didn't know how to handle this this mess that was going on what it felt like it was like um it was like hair that hadn't been combed in weeks. If I don't comb my hair for a couple of days, I know how knotted it can be. And I remember one time I was a kid and uh, somehow I'd gotten away with not combing my hair for quite some time. And it had matted up so bad that uh, my cousin had to cut out a decent amount 
eventually grew back, thank God. Um, but I definitely learned that day that it's important to slowly detangle and slowly not allow the anxiety to just pile up and be undealt with. Because if there's one thing I realize is that uh, your body doesn't forget ever. It can be a very, very petty, uh, spiteful thing. But can, it, can, it can also be forgiving. It can also allow for healing. And I think when you respect your body and your emotions, it can be so beneficial. Because your body's only going to project out what's already on the inside. So if you're not okay on the inside, your body will remind you. You can absolutely lie to yourself for as long as you want. But let me tell you, your body will give you a rude awakening that it is very much alive, present, and will let you know when something is going wrong. So overall, I can honestly say that I haven't gotten anxiety all figured out. And I think I'm in the early stages of learning how to manage it and learning what it is my body's actually telling me. So for me, I, th I think anxiety has been the result of uh, multiple experiences where I haven't honored my emotions or given myself enough attention to respect how I've been feeling, whether it's good, bad, sad, angry, you know, whatever it may be. And lastly, the main thing that's helped with anxiety for me is having one or two close people who I know are on my team all the time. So I'm learning that life is very much a team effort and teams are not a solo event. So I hope this was helpful. And if you got something from this, let me know. And if you think someone else could relate, go ahead and share it with them too. And while you're at it, leave a comment and a rating on Apple Podcasts. As always, my social media handles are in the description box. So until next time, stay safe, wear your masks, wash your hands, and be blessed. Bye guys.